Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You have, like, proof of concept there, and you have really good players. And assuming Amari Cooper's back and extended, and you have, you know, Nick Chubb coming back off the injury, we'll see where he is. he's at from a health perspective when we get to the fall. The tackle's coming back. The quarterback coming back. I just, I think the upside in Cleveland is that you can compete to be a Super Bowl team next year if Deshaun Watson gets back on track. And if you have that on your resume, that you're the guy who turned things around for Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, well, there's going to be interest in other places, too. That is Albert Breer on Afternoon Drive yesterday right here on 92.3 The Fan. If you missed that interview in its entirety, you can go back on the Odyssey app and use the rewind function to catch it. I'm Danny Cunningham. He's Daryl Ryder. We're filling in for Ken and Anthony this morning right here on 92.3 The Fan. The Browns, Daryl, as we know, has been much discussed since Wednesday, have had an offensive coordinator opening. And that means that they're in the market for somebody that maybe is going to come in and call plays. They maybe are going to come in and assume a very similar role to what Alex Van Pelt had, the offensive coordinator who has been let go of his from his job. What does this process to you as someone who is in Berea daily, covers the team on an everyday basis, to you, what does this process, what should it look like? Well, look, they're they're going to inter- interview uh I think a, a wide spectrum. It, you know, it start started with uh, Andy Dickerson, who, for the most part, has been an assistant position coach, more more so an actual position coach uh, throughout his coaching career. In fact, Dickerson was here all the way back when Eric Mangini was coaching this team. Uh, he was the defensive quality control coach and then uh, moved to the, the offensive side of the football uh, the following year. Most of his time has been spent on the offensive line. And I got to be honest with you. Maybe, yes, he interviewed for the offensive coordinator position, but maybe that's not the job if they want to bring him on the staff that it gets offered. So you think that this was essentially an excuse to talk to somebody that they might not be totally interested in for that position in specific, but could see him on the staff under the right circumstances? No, no, no. I'm not saying that that specific circumstance is. I'm just saying that that could be a a possibility. Gotcha. I mean, NFL teams do this all the time where they're looking for a head coach. They interview uh, a wide range of candidates. Uh, Some of them interview certain candidates so they can comply with the Rooney rule, which I think is just beyond disgraceful. Sure. And I don't really appreciate the way the NFL insiders uh, mention it on social media where they just say they interview so-and-so, and now the team has complied with the Rooney rule as if, like, it's a box to be checked. Right. I just I feel like that's just beyond disrespectful because first of all, the person that's being interviewed is qualified for the job. 
and and to me, when you say that, you're trying to say that they're really not qualified for the job or they have no chance to get the job and it's just a, a box to be checked. But uh, setting that part aside, um, teams will interview candidates for the next step up job. And then once they fill that role, they say, hey, we did talk to so-and-so and so-and-so. Maybe let's let's get them back on the phone or let's circle back and-, and see if they'll come in for the spot below it. That happens all over the NFL. So I'm not saying that that's what's happening here with Dickerson. Sure. But it that situation, the fact that he hasn't been a position coach very long, he's spent the bulk of his NFL career as an assistant position coach, to me that's a pretty big leap to be, so to be it, an offensive coordinator. So basically if they hire somebody else as the like, offensive coordinator, don't be surprised if he's someone that could be on that person's right. offensive like, staff. There's no chance in my mind Dickerson's coming here and calling plays. Oh no! I see. I do think in. I'm like curious none. where the line is yeah. in terms of candidates that this candidate would only be in Cleveland as the offensive coordinator if the play calling duties are with it, right? Because they're. I think you're kind of searching in two different buckets if that's the case. Like Bill O'Brien, who was just hired at Ohio State yesterday, he's not going to Ohio State. I don't think unless he's getting to call plays. That is the the thing we learned yesterday is whether or not it was announced. Ryan Day is not going to be the play caller there because right. they've got Bill O'Brien now. And if, Ryan Day can go back to managing the game because let's be honest about one of the, one of the things Ryan Day hadn't been good at, managing the game. Yeah, and if Bill O'Brien would have been coming to Cleveland, I have to assume he would have been given play calling duties. I think that the person that they hire, before even Kevin Stefanski can be asked the question, I think the person they hire is going to tell us who's going to be calling the plays. If it's, I agree. Yes. If it's a if it's a position coach that's getting a promotion to offensive coordinator, odds are Kevin Stefanski is going to call the plays. But if it's an established offensive coordinator or former head coach or something, then that's a okay. Maybe Kevin Stefanski is going to give up calling plays and just manage the game, manage the team, and things like that. Which, by the way, he's more than entitled to do. I personally, I like Kevin Stefanski calling the plays. I think I he does a good job. I don't have any problem with it, unlike some people in town do. I don't I don't see it as a negative. They call. I think he's done a good job, and his record speaks for itself. And considering uh, what he's had to deal with since taking this job is the head coach slash offensive play caller, um, I think it's pretty incredible what he's done in four years. Uh, have they gotten to where they want to go? No, but... The thing that I give Stefanski a lot of credit and respect for is he's not stuck in his ways, coach. Yeah. He he is willing to take a step back, evaluate a situation, see the pros and the cons and the positives and the negatives, what's gone right, what's gone wrong, okay, what's the best path forward to handle whatever situation has arisen. And frankly, the previous two years – I didn't think he handled some things all that well. This year, I I really felt like he grew and he uh, used um, some of those previous situations to help him get through what he dealt with this year, especially at the quarterback position. The, the team did not suffer despite losing not one, not two, not three. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong thing. Uh What's that? I I remember hearing that in 2010 or something. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, Kevin Stefanski is not taking his talents to South Beach, thankfully. Um, but I, I, I just I, I give him credit that he has been willing to adjust his train of thought and Look, this coordinator change that he's making is twofold. One, it's bringing in a fresh, get someone to bring a fresh perspective in, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then number two, bringing uh, somebody in that's going to help you maximize your $230 million six draft pick investment in Deshaun Watson. Well, that's the other part of this that I don't know that we've talked about all that much because wasn't. Part of Alex Van Pelt's title quarterback coach? Yeah. You are well, not for three of the four years. You're not only hiring somebody to call the plays, like that person's yeah. going to be working very closely with Deshaun Watson, and that matters so much towards the success of this team. It and, does. And, and I think Van Pelt did a really good job when he was here, uh, especially working with the quarterbacks. I mean, work with nine of them. Well, in what quarterback <laughs> five in one year, by the way. Is it's incredible. But what quarterback was in Cleveland other than Deshaun Watson? has been in Cleveland under Kevin Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt and not seen the most success of their career to that point. And yeah. that's not to say, oh, because Baker was better in Tampa this year than he was, but to that point in Baker's career, the best season he had was that first year with those guys. Right, and then unfortunately he got hurt. And that... and you can say the same thing about Jacoby Brissett. Right. You can say the same thing. You can say the same thing about just about everybody that DJ Walker won a game for them. Dorian, Dorian Thompson, Thompson Robinson had a... Who game-winning drive against a divisional rival? Yeah, I mean, Dorian Thompson Robinson went from completely clueless against the Baltimore Ravens to, as you said, leading a game-winning drive. Yeah. Um. So you've seen growth against a playoff team, right? Like that wasn't like he had to do that against the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Did that against a team that made the playoffs? So you've seen growth 
And and to me that that's good quality coaching. Yeah. And so um yeah, there's something to be said for okay. We've you know, after four years together, there's not much that we're going to learn together going forward, right? And we're not where we need to be as an organization and as a football team. I need to bring in a fresh voice to to make sure that I'm on the, you know, I'm putting myself in Kevin Stefanski's shoes here uh, as far as this thought process goes. I need now, I need a fresh voice to make me better as a coach or even a play caller. Yeah. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So this, this whole situation this week is not a byproduct of dysfunction. It's not a byproduct of same old Browns. It's, you know, we joke about it because now it's funny. Like, Here's the thing, too. We can joke about how bad the Browns have been over the years because it's good now. They're not bad anymore. No. We've got real expectations of in this town of this team being not just in the playoffs, but winning playoff games. Yeah, we, it, we should expect this team to be playing on this weekend next year, right? Compared, without a doubt. Compared to this coaching staff and this organization and this roster, right? Mm-hmm. What... Proceeded. It was a joke. Yes. It was and a joke. Has, and it had been for 20 years. And it deserves to be made fun of. And I'm going to continue to make fun of it. But what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to make fun of Kevin Stefanski. I'm not going to make fun of uh, the current front office and the current roster because they're good at their jobs. Now it's about getting the most and achieving their potential, which I honestly felt after watching Joe Flacco for a few weeks, I'm like, well, this is a team that could make a run to the Super Bowl. They could be the they could be the surprise team out of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, that's not how it played out. They went to Houston, got their got run out right out of the building. That's unfortunate. But and Joe Flacco, I I, I doubt he comes back because he wants to play somewhere, and I respect that. Yep. And quite frankly, after what he did for the Browns, he deserves to. And you know what? You as Browns fans can probably wear your Joe Flacco jerseys from now until the day you die. Imagine saying that six months ago. Right. But, um, you know, right. How, how much just, of the offense, Daryl, do you think needs to look different when we return to football next September? The, the run game needs adjusting. Yeah, which I do think that's part of the reason why Stump Mitchell was let go. But here's the other thing, though. They lost three tackles. That's part of it. You're right? right. They lost three tackles. They lost their all pro back. Now, maybe Jerome Ford hasn't developed on the trajectory that they, but I mean, Jerome scored nine touchdowns this year. Yeah. They signed Kareem Hunt off the street in September. He had nine rushing touchdowns, which is a career high for him. Okay. Well, this so team in touchdowns. Two, so your two running backs scored 18 times. Mm-hmm. I don't, I have to, I, I don't know. Just off the top of my head, I don't think the rest of the roster combined scored 18 touchdowns. I'd have to go look, and I'm not going to I'm do say, that I'm, right I'm, now. I'm but saying that tongue-in-cheek. But you, yeah. just to emphasize how effective, though, the running back position was as far as putting points on the scoreboard. Sure. And to me, that's more important than the yardage. But it still needs a redesign. I, I get, yeah. Um, so they got to tweak that. The tight ends thing I, is curious to me just because of, with T.C. McCartney, because David Njoku... I, the de- his development's awesome. been outstanding. The, what he did and what he did specifically once Joe Flacco arrived, right, was really, really so, impressive. So uh, I don't know if it's you know maybe they didn't like what they got from the other tight ends. You know Harrison Bryant's development that hasn't maybe come along as for whatever. But you know all this 
is part and parcel to wanting to get the most out of one singular player. Number four. And it's the guy that they have given a record contract to as far as guarantees. It's a contract they are stuck with. They can't get out of it. There's no maneuverability, uh, for better or worse. Mm -hmm. So best case scenario in 2024, Deshaun Watson returns to the guy we saw with the Houston Texans, right? And that we saw for that half in Baltimore before we knew just really how beat up and injured he was, right? Or we saw in the game against Tennessee um, where he got banged up the first time and you know, got the last couple of series off because that game was over at 27, not there in 27, three, whatever it was, uh, the final score was. But um, this is about getting the most out of him and making him the best player so that now you can get to where the Ravens are. Because to me, the next step for this team isn't the Super Bowl, believe it or not. It's AFC Championship game for me. No, the next step for this team is to win the division. That'd be nice. Win the division, get a home game, and then all of a sudden, guess what? You're in a lot better position to advance in, in January because guess what we found out this year? Clinton the Browns' defense does not travel. No, it that's did not. unfortunate. That that was clear and evident. Browns' defense did not travel in the playoffs, unfortunately. I want to pivot. I want to get to the Cavs. We've got Chris Fudor of Cleveland.com joining us at 9 o'clock. Cavs have been hot lately. They've won six straight. They're in action tomorrow in Atlanta. Is this something that's sustainable? I want to dive into that next right here on 92.3 The Fan. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Danny Cunningham, filling in on The Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 